Thanks for joining Parenting Chats with Laura. I'm mum of three, teacher and parenting coach, helping you to navigate the messy and the magical on your parenting journey. We know the baby, toddler and preschool years set the trajectory for your child's life. I'm going all in and not holding back and bringing you inspiration and strategies to help you to be the parent you want to be. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Well, it's you and me today, and I hope that you have a little bit of time carved out of your day, whether you are going for a run and doing some exercise or whether you're sitting on the couch and just putting your feet up while your little one is having an afternoon sleep. I just know that this episode is going to be one that we really enjoy because I love when we start a new year and we have basically a whole book of blank pages and we get to write the chapters of 2022 for our own life. We're in control of what's happening, aren't we? Uh, and it's really, really exciting to be able to start afresh, turn over a new page and say, what is it that I want for 2022? So I encourage you to pause this podcast, go and grab a pen and paper or grab your tablet or iPad or phone and get ready to take some notes and really reflect on what it is that you want 2022 to be. The first thing that I want you to think about, and this is something I've been reflecting on this week, is what I want my ideal week to look like. What is it that I really value and what's really important to me and how am I working towards making sure that the things that I enjoy and value are the things that I'm actually doing each week? For example, you might say, well, something that I value and something that I want to see in my ideal week is an opportunity for me to build a relationship with my partner and take it to the next level, right? I want to have a relationship which... I enjoy and that is ever-changing and is is something that um, we can grow. And so if that's the case, then part of your ideal week might be that you put aside some time to actually sit down with your partner and have a date night. It might be that once a week you say one of you is going to cook dinner for the other and you might, you know, have fed the kids already and put them in bed and just like have a sit down candlelit dinner together so it's not like it has to mean that you're going to go out to the movies and you're going to go spend heaps of money on uh, going out every week and getting a babysitter but it might be that you just put some time aside and say I'm going to ring fence one night a week I'm going to say Wednesday night is our time and if there's other things that come up I'm just going to say I've got another appointment and I'm going to schedule in time to spend with my partner when the kids aren't always around or when I'm not being interrupted by work calls or emails or Instagram or whatever. And sometimes we can fall into this trap of just going, oh, well, we'll sit down and watch a movie together. But then you're not really like talking through things. You're more just watching a screen together. And so I really, really encourage you that if you say one of my values or something that I want to put into my ideal week is actually to spend time, more quality time with my partner, then be intentional about how are you going to outwork that. Another example might be that you say, in my ideal week, I want to look after my body. And that might mean having more nourishing foods than I do now because I get really tired because I've been up with the kids at night and I'm, I just end up grabbing sugary foods to give me that quick burst of energy to keep me going through the day. Or I'm really dependent on coffee just to, to get me through the day, some kind of stimulants. And what we want to do is say, 
okay, well, if your value is that you want to feel better, you don't want to feel tired all the time, then how are you going to schedule in having time to exercise? Is that going to look like each afternoon you put your baby into the stroller and you go for a power walk for an hour? Or is that going to look like getting up uh, before the kids get up and going for a half hour walk with a friend around the block? What's that going to look like for you? So if you're scheduling your ideal week, what you want to do is you want to have the goals and then you want to put them actually into action. Because I think that's part of the problem about, you know, setting intentions or New Year's resolutions is that a lot of the time we just have these lofty goals and by February we've forgotten about them and we failed miserably. Um, and we think a lot of exercises about losing fat and um, looking toned. Well, a lot of exercises actually getting out of the house and having clarity and getting close to nature and having endorphins and all the other benefits that come with that. If your intention and in your ideal week would be to spend quality time with your child, then what's that going to look like? Is it going to look like you having to do a lot of the organization for the week on a Sunday so that come Monday night when you get home from work and you've picked up your child from daycare, that you've actually got time to give them a bath and to spend time with them because you've already made the meal because you did that on Sunday. So I think when it comes to your ideal week, it needs to then be reflected in what you're going to do week by week by week. Because what we know is, is that if you want to change anything in your life, it's about these tiny little habits that you build into your week. And before you know it, you're going to be carving out the life that you really, really want. One of the things that I have noticed in my thought processes and my thinking in 2021, which I want to say goodbye to for 2022, is this concept of I'll be happy when. And I remember talking with a teacher in the staff room many years ago, and she had a little boy who was her only child, and it was very difficult for her to conceive him. So he was incredibly precious. Not that all our kids aren't precious. I know that they are. But this one was very much wanted um, for a very long time. And one of the things that she said that she regretted in the first you know, three to five years of her kid's life is that she kept saying, I'll be happy when he sleeps through the night. I'll be happy when he does this. I'll be happy when he does that. And she said, I realized that a lot of the time I just wished away his childhood because I'll be happy when, and and she would kind of project that, right? Because, you know, parenting can be really hard yakka sometimes, can't it? And I remember in that moment thinking, I feel guilty of that sometimes as well. I'll feel happy when my child is doing X, Y, and Z, or I'll feel happy when my body looks like this, or I'll feel happy when my bank account has this amount of money in it. And the reality is, is that if you can't find the happiness in each day and week, then you're going to struggle <laughs> because it's all about enjoying the process rather than focusing on the product all the time. So one of the things I'm going to be working on is to try and avoid feeling that feeling of, oh, I'm going to be happy when, but instead saying, what is the joy that I can find in the moment now? And if I'm always kind of wishing away my kid's childhood because I think, oh my goodness, and I'm just in a race to get them to bed because I want to have some me time, am I really enjoying 
being a mum today? And am I doing everything that I need to do in order to show up for my child and to help them to have a wonderful childhood? One thing that I've realized as a mum, as my kids are getting older, is that it's actually really important, those foundation years, and nobody really tells you that. What I found was, is a lot of people would work incredibly long hours and so, so hard when their kids were really, really little, and they really struggled. And then as their kids started getting older, they started going, I can't keep going like this. And they started reducing their kind of hours at work or whatever. But by then the kids were at school and they'd missed so many of their milestones. Um, and seeing them so I guess the important thing is to think in the moment you're just in a season and the season will pass and if you're in the season of spending a lot of time with your children and really inputting into them then that's the most important thing that you can be doing right now and if your kids are the most important thing for you then what you want to be doing and this is something I'm working on is giving them the best of me Giving them the best of me means that I need to have energy to give to them and not just give all my energy out to the people that I work with or the people that I meet that I'm super friendly with. But then when I get home, I'm exhausted. I don't have time to play with my kids, you know? So those are some of the things that I've been reflecting on. The other thing that I really encourage you is to catch that thought when you're feeling guilty. Because I feel like guilt doesn't serve us. It doesn't motivate us. It's a negative, right? And when you find yourself feeling guilty, for example, I feel guilty about spending time with the kids when I have a big pile of washing sitting on the couch. And I think that the most important thing is to remember that your child is going to remember their childhood, not because you had a super tidy house and that all of the um, washing was put away all the time, but actually that they knew that you were there for them and that you showed love to them in those everyday moments, those windows of opportunity that we have. So one of the things that I'm trying to work on is working out how I can do systems so that I'm more effective so that the washing pile doesn't get on top of me. So for example, um, yesterday I was like, I need to clean the bathroom, but I don't have time to leave the kids the whole time while I go and scrub the bathroom. So I'm just going to do the shower today. And then if I get time, I'll do the sink. And then tomorrow I'm going to do the bath um, because I don't have time to do the whole bathroom. I'll at least do one or two jobs that I can manage today. And then I'm going to go and spend some time with the kids. So if I'm blocking out my time, I'm not feeling guilty saying I'm cleaning all the stuff and I'm doing all these other jobs because I know that I also am going to balance that with spending quality time with the kids. And one of the things that I really want to work on this year is to have the kids direct the play more. Because sometimes we think that if we take our kids to things that they are entertained by, that we can just sit back and relax. And one of the things that our kids really love is when we actually play with them. And I am not very good at it. And it's something that I want to practice more of, where I actually sit down with them and I actually move at their pace and we play. And that just fills up their little love tanks. So those are a little bit of things for you to think about. Have some reflection time this week. What does your ideal week look like and how are you moving towards that with little changes that you're going to make each week that are going to mean that your week reflects your priorities? We're not blown by the winds of 
different people um, dominating your time and you not being able to say no at the expense of spending time with your kids. But actually being able to say, I'm not going to feel guilty about saying no. I know that I have a date night on Wednesday night and that's a priority for me. And I'm going to sit down with my partner and spend some time with them because I know that's a value that I have. Or I'm not going to feel guilty about saying I can't do everything because I've got to go do some exercise now. That's about nourishing my body and looking after myself. And that means I'm going to be a better person, a better partner, a better mother, because I've got more energy and my body is healthier. So whatever your values are, they need to reflect in your week. I hope that you found this podcast super useful. And don't forget, share it with your friends. If you know somebody who would find this really useful, maybe you have a friend who has a baby or a toddler, it's sometimes really, really hard to fill your own cup. (laughs) So it's nice to be able to listen to a podcast to remind you that you're doing a great job, that you're an awesome parent, and that you can go next level by taking a bit of time to step back from the day-to-day busyness and take a look at the big picture and think, what is it that I want for my life? Thank you so much for sharing this with your friends and I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Was it just me or did that podcast fly by? Thank you so much for joining me. I've put all the links to what we discussed in today's episode in the show notes and I've saved all our previous episodes of Parenting Chats with Laura on our website, lulu.co.nz. While you're there, sign up to get an alert for when our next podcast goes live so you don't miss a thing. Remember, you're a great parent and we're all in this together. Have a great day.